Drive to the Book Fair with Anna and Alia, live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah. And here we are, we are completely live and it's the 42nd edition of Sharjah International Book Fair and very lovely it is too. Now it's been ramping up for the last uh, the last few days. Mm-hmm. We were obviously here last Wednesday when it opened, it was all very exciting and then gradually, gradually it's got busier and busier and busier. Absolutely, yeah. And the authors and the people that we've met and the interviews just seem to have got better and this is going to be fabulous because we've been chatting, now I'm going to give the name a go, we've been chatting to Irina Georgesco. Is that any? Yes, so perfect. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jordina. Thank you so no, much. Not George, it's Irina. To be Irina. Here. Irina. Lovely to be here. Now, the terrifying thing about Irina is that she's a beautiful Romanian chef who currently has apple cakes in the oven that she's left oh my. <laughs> to come and be interviewed here. And <laughs> I feel responsible for the cakes. If it goes wrong, if anything goes wrong, it's our fault. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's, very, it's a very easy cake, very forgiving recipe, so we can stay there and wait for me. This is what we need to hear. Let's talk about your cooking. Your book is beautiful. Um, it's called Carpathia? Yes. Yes. And we learned from you that these are the beautiful mountains that sit in the middle of Romania in a kind of an L shape. Yes. And so around that area, um, it, all the food that you cook is from that sort of that, that region. Um, and that's what you've brought. And you've got your book called Food from the Heart of Romania. And that's why you're here. But the amount of demos you're doing. Yes. Talk mm-hmm. to us about demoing, i.e. cooking in front of an audience what if something goes wrong? I mean, well, the recipes are really easy, so they can't really go wrong. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, uh, this is Romanian cooking. It's very easy. It's uh, home cooking as well, so it's not very precise. So you can always add a bit more salt if you want, or mm-hmm. another ingredient. Uh, we love to cook with um, with parsley, with herbs, with dill. Wow. As mm-hmm. well. So obviously we adjust the quantities uh, right. like we like it as well. And we love to cook with garlic. Yes. Uh, that's the wonderful flavor of Romanian cooking, really. I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know that. That's we amazing. We love garlic, uh, even in uh, even raw, actually. So really? We have raw gar- uh, garlic? Yes. Raw, wow. Oh. Raw garlic uh, goes in a sauce called mujdei. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... And we put that mujdei uh, over any like meat uh, with uh, or fried fish or vegetables. Oh, yum. It's always a beautiful condiment. And we also serve it with polenta. So polenta is cornmeal. Right. In mm. Romania, it's called mamaliga. So mamaliga is very popular. Mm-hmm. We eat mamaliga cornmeal uh, like for breakfast, uh, lunch and dinner. Oh, it's do you? always it's very versatile. Everyone's eating it all the time. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. it can be a nice breakfast with milk and jam or we can be a side dish. The way you serve rice over here, we serve cornmeal. Right. Or you can go into a cake and have a cornmeal cake with fruit and a bit of honey drizzle on top. It's absolutely delicious. Wowzers, wowzers. Alia, talk about um, the dish that I heard you and Irina talking about because there's, lo- there's quite a lot of crossover between Romanian food and UAE food. Yes. Right. Who knew? Right, yeah, because we were talking a while ago before the interview, you were talking about the Ottoman Empire being, the country being influenced by the Ottoman Empire dishes. So I was surprised that you said that there's a dish which is called dolma and then in Romanian it's called sarma. Sarma. Sarma, so it's sarma and dolma is the same. Absolutely. The south of Romania and the east um, for centuries was under the Ottoman Empire influence. Okay. So obviously the rule also influenced the cuisine and the culture. Yeah. We have a lot of Ottoman uh, names in uh, our cuisine. 
uh, including sarma. Mm -hmm. What's interesting about the Romanian sarma is that we're making them with uh, fermented cabbage. Mm -hmm. So we put whole cabbages in brine, which is water with salt, mm -hmm. and we allow them to ferment for a few months. That will a soften. A few months. Yes. Hang on. I yes. thought yes. Yes. the press. They yeah. are fermented. No, no. It's a. This is a something that happens in the autumn. So end of October, oh. everybody ferments cabbages. So we have big barrels on the balcony or at home in the garden or in the cellar. <laughs> and this is just normal. Normal. Because normal. if we don't have these cabbages, then we won't have sarmale to eat. Mm. Right. This is unacceptable. So everybody's got their cabbages <laughs> in a barrel. Fermenting. So it's called water, yeah? It's not brine. 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 Oh. So salt and water. Salt water. Yes. And then that the fermentation will soften the layers of the cabbage. Yeah. So for Christmas, for instance, we peel off every layer of oh, this wow. cabbage and then we fill them with meat and rice and sometimes mm. we put um, sultanas as well. Uh, and we roll them and we uh, simmer them in tomato sauce. Yummy. And then we serve them on Christmas Day with okay. uh, polenta and with sour cream and with pickle, pickle oh chili peppers. Oh my it's God. delicious. So Imagine delicious. all the sourness coming yeah. through yeah. The, uh, the sauces. It's absolutely amazing dish. Now I have, I have a question. Do you, do you think that there's a Romanian dish that requires or needs more recognition? A very unique Romanian dish oh. that requires more recognition. I think I'll go back to baking this on this right. one because right. we have what we call placinta. Placinta, Romanian placinta is a, a very old recipe from when the Romans used to be on our on the Romanian territory. Right. The Roman Empire, the ancient Romans, used to bake uh, a cake called placenta. And we actually have the same name even today. Mm. And it's very, very close to the uh, ancient Roman recipe of placinta. And it's a layer of dough at the bottom, uh, the filling in the middle, yes. and another layer of dough on top. The sides are not covered. So okay. that you can see the layers, three layers. Okay. And today the most famous um, placinta is a placinta cumere, apple pie, the one that's mm -hmm. in, in the, the oven, oven now, right now, being baked. Being baked. <laughs> and uh, uh, her sister basically is placinta cubrinza, it's cheese pie. Exactly oh, wow. like the Romans. The Romans that would made be my favorite. I love right. cheese. With cheese, cheese but sweetened ah. with, uh, with, with honey. Oh, with honey. Absolutely. It's a well, sweet pie. To, uh, but then, you know, I feel like I've eaten something similar to that here in the UAE, that kind of sweet with the... Dough with and the, uh, cheese with honey. No, yeah, that I would be an Egyptian dish. It's called Micheltet. Okay. Something like would it? that. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm this, learning. This mm -hmm. is very like ancient cooking. It's common to so many cultures yeah. because you would... Uh, we have the Carpathian Mountains, so mm -hmm. that is a pastoral life. We have shepherds, sheep and cattle, so right. obviously we have all the milk. Yeah. And the milk and the curd and Everything's the, fresh. the yogurt and the sour cream, everything Good goes enough. in dishes like savory and also in baking. Mm. It's in unavoidable, so it's How a wonderful amazing. way to make the most of your surroundings and the produce on the land. That's amazing. So if there was a must-try Romanian dish... Placinta. 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 We have to try and remember that. Placinta. Placinta. What's your favorite um, thing to cook? Do you like, because you've talked about baking and we've obviously got ap apple cakes in the oven. <laughs> I'm so worried about them. Um, but, but, you know, what's your favorite thing? Do you like doing a big dish, a big savory dish, or do you like doing the baking and the desserts? And well, my favorite time of the year is actually Easter. Uh, for mm. Romanians, it's more important than Christmas. Mm. And we have 
a lot of traditions for Easter that I couldn't find in the UK when I moved to live in the UK because right. I lived in the UK and mm -hmm. I write about Romania from the UK. Ah. My books are in English. Right. Uh, my publisher is in the UK. Right. And I have one here in the in in the US as well. So uh, I missed my traditional Easter dishes, uh, where we actually is the only time when we eat uh, lamb. Okay. Uh, otherwise, we eat mutton. Right. So we consider lamb to be a seasonal meat. Right. And I uh, miss uh, the traditions, the cooking traditions at Easter. And every Easter in the UK, I I follow all the traditional dishes. Lovely. So all the chorba with lamb that we make, a soup, sour soup with lamb, mm -hmm. called chorba, and I think it's a chorba. similar... Chorba. To the Arabic word. Yes. That soup, chorba. Chorba. And, chorba. Ah. and that's why you told me that it's the, the cuisine is a bit affected by the Middle East. Yes. Middle East cuisine. We have the same names, but the same chorba names. is in a way in a, a different recipe. We never put any lentils in mm. chorba. We never oh. put any rice in chorba. Okay. It's a, a clear soup with vegetables and meat. Oh, and what do you nice. put in your chorba? It depends, because when, when you say the word chorba, it's actually chorbas are also Turkish as well. Yes, it okay. is chorbasi. So, yeah, so it's Arabic and Turkish as well. Okay. So our chorba in Arabic would be different than the Turkish ones, and I'm sure what Irina is talking about could be related to the to chorba, the Turkish chorba. Right. So yes. It's a bit different. Yes, it's, but it's an, an amazing similarity, so yeah. that's why yeah. in a way, I am. Um, I feel at home here yeah. because I talk about recipes and ingredients and the way we use it that are familiar to the audience. Right. And people How are nice. really connected with that, and mm -hmm. I'm so happy to see it. Yeah, isn't yes. that lovely? That's amazing. Yes. How amazing! So you leave tomorrow, don't you? Sadly, yes. we found that out. We we were like, are you staying over the weekend? <laughs> um, but people can catch you this evening. You're going to be demoing the apple cakes that yeah. are currently in the oven. Seven thirty. Seven thirty to eight thirty, yeah. and I'm going to also make an apricot cake. Oh, and I'm going to also demonstrate a courgette fritter recipe Ooh. that is sweet. So there is no cheese in courgette fritters, mm -hmm. it's just flour, courgettes, egg, and we fry them. And then we sprinkle caster sugar on top, so yeah. you have a bit of texture. Because okay. otherwise it's quite soft, the courgette fritter. Yeah. So when you sprinkle the caster sugar on top and eat it, you have that texture of the caster sugar with the courgettes and absolutely mm. delicious. I, I'm really interested with the, the, the sweet and the savoury. You do a lot of that, don't you, by the sounds of things, like putting the honey in with the cheese and the... Um, so is that a Romanian thing? You like to, to go, we're going to make this and then we're going to throw in a little bit of sweet. Yes, we, our baking, the traditional, the countryside, what I mean by that, uh, is not very sweet. Right. So the sweetness also always comes, comes from the sweetness of the fruit we use, okay. whether apples or apricots or plums or cherries or sour Lovely. cherries. Oh, sour so cherries. we don't put a lot of sugar on that because mm -hmm. we rely on the natural sugar of the fruit. Right. Or during the winter when nothing is in season really in terms <laughs> of uh, fruit, we use the jams. Yes. We have so much fruit during the summer and autumn that we preserve a lot. So we make dulciata, if that's, uh, that's familiar. Dulciata is like confiture. So you put the whole fruit in a sugar syrup and that's, this is how you make dulciata. It's a Turkish name as well. It's a Turkish name. Okay. Alia's like, okay, do I know this? I, I'll, I'm trying to associate an Arabic word to and it. And you can't think yeah, of one. No, I don't know one to, to tell you. <laughs> no. But this is the, as opposed to jams, jams, for instance, in the UK, you put all the fruit from the very beginning with the sugar yeah. and allow it to boil, and right. that's a jam. Right. Mm -hmm. But a confiture, you set the sugar syrup first, so equal quantities of water and sugar. Okay. You allow it to get really sticky. Okay. Mm. And then you put the fruit in oh, yeah. and that will preserve the fruit 
whole because right. it won't be mashed together with like with the jam. Right. So you have the beautiful cherry, you can see it in a jam, in a confiture. Ah. The beautiful strawberry, you can see the whole fruit. Yes. Mm. When you make it like this. And that's the difference. And that's the difference. I've never known. I've never known. That's so that is amazing. Absolutely. Thank you so much My for joining pleasure. us. Really, really, it's been so wonderful. Your book looks beautiful. So if anyone wants to come down to the Sharjah International Book Festival, come and find Irina Georgesco's book. Thank you very so much. So I had to write it in the way that I'm hearing it because obviously it's different letters. But um, but if you come down um, before 7.30, you can muscle your way into the demonstration and watch Irina cook peach cake, apple cake, and all those lovely things. And we'll have samples so you can eat as well. Yes. Oh, amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Well, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. It's a bit pleasure. Keep it here at Pulse95. Drive to the book fair with Anna and Alia. Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah.